Welcome back to another episode of Her Daily Drive, a podcast series designed to inspire women to find their daily drive in Jesus. Hear a range of testimonies and conversations with women of all ages about their journey, the struggles and the triumphs. I'm your host, Sarah, and I hope today's episode encourages you. Let's get started. three types of people in this world, those who love to create meals, those who love to enjoy it, and those who couldn't care less about food but love a good gathering with friends and family around the table. So I feel like we can't go wrong with this new segment, Meals and Memories. So hi Adele. Hi Sarah. Thinking back over your life, what has been a favourite meal you have either created or enjoyed and what's memorable about it? For me it would be enjoyed. Look, a couple of years ago for an anniversary we went and did a lovely degustation with the seven matching wines and that was just amazing. It was like eating a work of art. But look, I'm more also probably just as happy to have a Thai or Indian curry on the lounge on a Friday night. Adele, thank you so much for joining us today. Before we dive into the topic, can you tell us a little bit about your journey so far? Well, look, I'm the youngest of four children. I grew up in a home where Christian values and a personal relationship with Jesus was modelled by my parents and also by my siblings. We were very involved in our church. My mum ran the Sunday school for many years. My dad, the creche, the bubs. Yes, very different, I know, but my parents have never felt they needed to fit the mould or stick with the status quo. As a little eight-year-old girl, the sudden death of my 15-year-old brother had a profound impact on my life. I learned at a very early age that life wasn't always ideal. Deep pain, grief and sadness did exist and yet I experienced with my childlike faith that God does walk with us. He never leaves us nor forsakes us. And I have to say that I've felt God walk beside me most of my life. If I wasn't sure where he was, I would reach out and most days I have taken his hand and held it in mine. I cast my cares upon him daily because I know he cares for me. I lay my burdens down at his feet and any time I don't know what to do, which is most days, I just take his hand. And that's basically how I get through each crazy day. I attended a Christian high school and that has also had a great influence on my life. There I was surrounded by solid Christian role models, teachers. I experienced God in a very tangible way on my year nine school camp and after that I grew in my confidence to share my faith and I grew in my faith. I also experienced firsthand genuine care support and guidance from one particular teacher which I so needed through those challenging teenage years and that teacher is still a great mentor in my life. And it was at that time when my experience as a student in a Christian school really gave me a passion to teach teenagers and it set me on a path to be a secondary teacher where I one day hoped that I might be able to support and teach young people and be a role model to them, disciple them in the Christian faith and perhaps somehow make a positive contribution and give back to Christian education. Nearly 30 years on, I have the same simple goal of wanting to make a difference in Christian education. But I think as our lead minister says, it's really about seeing one transformed life at a time, making a difference to someone when I can, being Jesus' hands and feet to the young people I'm privileged to spend my days with. And Adele, what topic are you going to share with us today? The topic I want to talk about today is, I guess, courage, Mm. and I've entitled it, Do It Afraid. I love it. Why is this an important topic in today's society for us to do things even though we're afraid? Because I think it's fairly common or human nature for us to doubt ourselves, to be fearful, to try new things or to be afraid to stand up for what is right. Mm. We can miss opportunities if we're paralyzed by fear or worried about what people will think. The temptation is to take the easy road but I think 
the challenge is to follow the path God has for you, to hang on to that fire within and to find the courage to say yes to opportunities that God gives you, even if you are scared stiff. And there's an old-fashioned word for courage, which I like. It's fortitude. It's like grit. It means strength of mind that enables a person to encounter danger or bear pain or hardship with courage. So it's that kind of strength that comes from within, that won't give up, won't give in, no matter how tough the situation. And you see, courage is not about being fearless, but it's about facing your fears. As Mark Twain said, courage is not the absence of fear, but rather the ability to face it to do it afraid. Courage is defined by doing what we fear. Elizabeth Elliot once said, courage is like a muscle and it's strengthened by use. No one would argue that it takes courage to take on a physical challenge like skydiving or facing a fear of heights, but it certainly takes another aspect of courage to be the carer for a high needs elderly parent and hold down a full-time job. It takes courage to leave a bad relationship when you most fear being alone. It takes courage to be a friend to someone who is not cool in your grade at school or to stand up for the person that your friends put down. And it takes courage, fortitude, grit to go on living with hope and optimism when your family is under severe stress from maybe a child with a disability, an alcoholic parent or financial troubles. Adele, what experience have you had with embracing fear and doing it afraid? (laughs) Well, you asked me, as you have many, to be interviewed for this podcast. And I have to say the easiest response would be to say, no, thank you. It's all too scary. I'm too busy. What would I say? What will people think? It's too hard to prepare. No, 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 no way. But as is my point today, we've just got to do it afraid. I have to say I'm in awe of all the people that have gone on this podcast, her daily drive in the past. I think they're very brave. So here's mm. a shout out to all those people that have, all those women and men that have spoken on, on this podcast mm. before. So you guys are awesome. I do try to live with a general rule to say yes to opportunities like this rather than no. Then you can go away and panic and worry about <laughs> it, but you've still committed to it and, and, and it's an opportunity to serve and honour God. In recent years, certainly getting out of my comfort zone, my safe, comfortable workplace and a school I loved and taking on a new role as head of school in an unfamiliar, different school has been difficult. It has been scary and very daunting, but indeed an opportunity to do it afraid. And despite what some people that know me might think, I'm not always confident. In fact, I probably doubt myself daily, but the challenge has been to step out, have courage and to do it anyway to do it afraid. Does God have a perspective on this? Look, the Bible oozes with stories of people doing it afraid, showing courage. David, the little shepherd boy, slayed giant Goliath, Mm. Daniel in the lion's den because he had the courage to honour God first. We have Queen Esther going before the king and standing up for her people against Haman's evil plan to kill the Jews. There's Joshua leading the Battle of Jericho. Gideon's trusting God to defeat the enemy with such a reduced army. The reminder to show courage and the reassurance that God journeys with us is repeated in several verses in the Bible. Deuteronomy 31, 6 and 7 says, Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them. For the Lord your God goes with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. And also in Joshua 1, 9, Be strong and courageous. Do not be terrified. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. 
Were there any Bible verses or stories that inspired you along your journey? Both Bible verses and stories. And I ought to say that the phrase I speak about, do it afraid, is not my own. It was coined by a woman that I find incredibly inspirational. Her name was Elizabeth Elliot, and she did pass away just two years ago. But about 70 years ago, five missionary men, one being her husband, flew over a savage Indian tribe in Ecuador with the hope of building trust a friendship and eventually taking Christianity to them. And after months of dropping food supplies, I guess waving down to them, and in a sense building trust and hopefully a relationship with this tribe, the men landed their plane and approached the tribe. Such courage. They were afraid, but they did it anyway. They were then savagely attacked and they were all killed. Astoundingly, I should say, but the story doesn't end there. (laughs) (laughs) The story doesn't end there. Astoundingly, with a strong faith in God and incredible courage, Elizabeth Elliot, one of the wives of the five missionary murdered by the Indian tribe in Ecuador, along with Rachel Saint, one of the sisters of the missionaries, reached out and did it afraid. They bravely flew to Ecuador and landed among the people and spent two years as missionaries evangelizing the Indian tribes, including the very people who killed their husband and brother. Courage is easier said than done, but it does have the power to change our lives in a moment. When I'm lacking courage, I'm too scared to attempt something new or stand up for my faith. I do often think of Elizabeth Elliot and I tell myself, go on, do it afraid, knowing God walks with me. I also love the Psalms and I think of David's courage fighting Goliath and I know that what he wrote must have been heartfelt. When he said in Psalm 46, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth be removed and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea. He also wrote, This I declare about the Lord. He alone is my refuge, my place of safety. He is my God and I trust him. From Psalm 91, 6. Before we finish today, Adele, do you have any final words of encouragement for our listeners? I don't actually know if this will be encouragement or not. <laughs> Another verse I love is from Luke twelve forty six. It says, To whom much is given, much is required. And we are so privileged to live where we live and have the talents, abilities and resources that we have. And I reckon that with that comes the responsibility to use what God has given us. Don't be paralyzed by fear. Know God is with you. Trust him with all your heart. Be strong and courageous and set out and pursue what he asks of you. And in the words of Elizabeth Elliot, sometimes fear does not subside, but one must choose to do it afraid. Adele, thank you so much for chatting to us on the podcast today. It's great to be encouraged and inspired to do things even though we are afraid. So thanks. Thanks, Sarah. It's a privilege and a pleasure. Until next time, I hope you have a wonderful week.